sipping, I'm 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 sipping. This is Sippin' with Sammy. I am Sippin' with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool, Ruge. If you ain't Sippin' with Sammy, you ain't Sippin' right. Please get your fucking life together. It'll be 2023 already and you wouldn't have had a shot yet. And I'm here in the studio of my guest today. Introduce yourself to my crowd, please, sir. I am Derek Chafin, and you are at Barn Sound Recording. Barn Sound Recording. I want to say first and foremost... Derek, thanks for having us here. Um, this is an awesome setup. I said it to you, but the people probably get an idea, but this is an entire two-story, three-studio building yeah. that is a year old. Yes. <laughs> Just built it. <laughs> it's still you know, brand spanking new. Well, like I said, thanks for having us. I love it. I love it. I'm Pleasure. really Pleasure enjoying here. being here, and the hospitality is great. Thanks, man. Now, <clears throat> Derek is someone that I just met today. Heard a lot of great things about him um, from Gretchen Emery and the band. Shout out to the band. Yeah. But um, super salute to Gretchen because her energy is amazing. Yeah. So, you know, as soon as she said, you got to talk to that. <laughs> Whoever you want me to talk to, Gretchen. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you want me to talk to. But um, can you give the people a little bit about your background and um, how you actually met Gretchen? Yeah. Um, uh, they... they um the guy I use a lot for mastering mm-hmm. uh, said, you know, you, you should call these guys. They they really need a producer. Mm. And um, I was like, you know, uh, this is Peter Humphreys um, from Masterworks. Mm. Uh, he's an amazing mastering guy. Right. Um, Peter, I don't call people. I don't, I don't, this, I don't do that. I don't want to enforce myself on. They, they either find me or they don't and, and, and whatever. And he's like, no, no, I, I, want, I really want you to call. Like, listen, call them. I'm like, okay, okay. all <laughs> right, Peter, I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. So I called and just uh, they called back and we started talking and they came in and we talked more about their goals and what they wanted to do and what they were looking for um, and then we started working together mm. you know about you know, developing the songs and all that stuff um, they kind of liked my method of, yes. of production right so I kind of have a, th- a thing that I, I, I generally do with most of my artists that um, it's really old school um, we don't go in and start tracking mm-hmm. that's something I want to I want to start with uh developing the songs like mm-hmm. the songs have to be right first and fully fleshed out mm-hmm. so we get to a, a like a writing session they come in they show me what they have I'll, I'll do like okay I like your verse and your, your in what you think is a chorus is a pre-chorus I want you to write a chorus mm-hmm. uh, and it should kind of maybe go in this direction mm-hmm. they do that they come back we chisel it some more and finally when we're there uh, we think yeah this is strong this is good time to lock it in then we bring the band in and mm-hmm. we do a pre-production with the band and I get to understand the players their strengths their weaknesses um, we get the song kind of together mm-hmm. uh, and then we, we decide it's time to record right so uh, it's old school in the way that you spend a lot of time up front just kind of getting to the recording Sound like Barry Gordy methods. Yeah but you're, <laughs> you're ready yeah yeah you're I like it there. though and your success rate is higher Success rate is high. The quote music just better quality. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you have more of a chance. Um, you oh, know, you you can, it's hard chance. to edit it post. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to, to cut stuff out. I mean, you can, but I prefer to, to make the song structured right from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so they came in and we did the band thing, and then we started tracking, and you know, it was it really flowed well. Dope. Now we I know as an artist, um, and a lot of people know that. It's nothing like finding a producer, an engineer that you have a synergy with that you you get each other. Because mm-hmm. everybody, no matter how talented, doesn't always mesh. It doesn't always work well that's together. Right. So that's great to hear that not only did they 
like your expertise, they liked your process. Yeah. Because sometimes that might be where the break comes in at, too. Yeah, I've never found that anybody kind of didn't. They, li- they like the extra hands-on care um, that, uh, of doing it that way. I think uh, um, we like, or artists in general, like for people to actually care. Yeah. Actually be bigger than an hourly rate. Oh, man, I gotta, be, I, gotta, I gotta love it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, everything I do, I've gotta, I've gotta find a way to love it. Um, even if it's not apparent at first. Right. Um, I've, I've got to find a way in. Um, and I have to understand what they really want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to say? What's your goal for this thing? And my job is, is to help them do that, but sometimes it's, it's to give them more than they thought. Right. To show them that, well, you know, it could do this too. Um, and do you like that? Because you think a commercial, this could be a movie. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know, you, your scope maybe is too small. I think yeah. that, uh, it's a large... The, and it's, it's nothing wrong with a commercial, but why not shoot a movie? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. make it big. Let's, 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 let's aim for the stadium with this one. Exactly. I understand that. And that's pretty that. much is across the board with most artists. It's really about the production, and that's the thing that doesn't get done a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's generally like if you're, if you're uh, an artist, you come in and... Uh, you start recording immediately and working with the producer on the song and you're kind of working in the studio. A lot of the work is already done before you start recording, mm-hmm. which keeps recording costs down, mm-hmm. um, which is important. Very budget. important. Um, but also it just makes a better product at the end of the day. You yeah. know, then you can really work on the esoteric stuff, like um, you know, really get into the vocal delivery and what you're trying to say. You can spend a lot of time on that kind of stuff, that nuanced stuff. Mm-hmm. You're not working on the big stuff, like, can I make the chorus pop? Well, I know the chorus is going to pop. We've already worked on the structure. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you're, you're, you're ahead of the game mm-hmm. if you do it that way. Now, clearly you're knowledgeable. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. You've been talking five minutes and you know everything when it comes to this music thing. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I mean, I say that facetiously, yeah, but you yeah. know, you know quite a bit. Um, when did you start in music? When did where where does music start for you? I'm 13 and I get uh, I'm singing in the Pennsylvania Opera Company. Mm. Uh, yeah, I got my brother was in the Philadelphia Boys Choir. That's yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just uh, you know, I, I did it for a year and then they uh, kicked me out my because my voice changed, you know. Mm. <laughs> so, but it was great and uh, I learned like 13 arias by ear. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was good training. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where it starts, and, I, and then I, I put a band together just post-college. Uh, I wanted to write. I always had kind of been doing music in some, some regard, like musical theater or whatever. Um, but I wanted to try, you know, a, a band. And uh, so I, I put together a band, did really well. We toured, all that kind of stuff. Um, signed, went through the industry, learned a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, got our, got our heads bashed in. It was, you know, but it was Great. Welcome um, to the real world. Exactly, man. If you're not getting kicked around, you're not doing it. <laughs> I, I think that's part of it. It's right? part of the journey. Yeah. It's part of the journey. So I, you learned every aspect of it mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and and you know loved it. It was great. I did that for a, a lot of years. Um, like 15 years I was in bands doing, doing stuff, making a bunch of records. That's blessing. And then uh, I had slowly acquired some gear. Uh, for doing demos, mm-hmm. we had a barn that we had turned into our rehearsal space. Mm-hmm. And uh, a friend called me one day and said, "Can I use your studio?" And I was like, "I have a studio." <laughs> so um, he, <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. And it kind of started from there. Then I was, uh, then I kind of was an artist, but also kind of started producing at the same time. So I didn't come up from a technical aspect. I never went to school to be uh, an engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, I came in from an artist standpoint, um, and then I learned the technical. Right, I was yeah, about to say you had an ear and were willing to learn. Yeah, 
Yeah. Right. I knew what I needed to accomplish, so I needed to learn that thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, learn about compression and EQ and all that kind of stuff, and what it does to your tone and what you can make people feel mm-hmm. by that kind of thing. Because uh, it all translates to feeling. Um, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get a feeling across in any, any song you're doing. Um, that's when it all started, back in, you know, and so, then I just keep on going. Different bands, different genres. Different bands, different genres. Yeah. You've mentioned that you wear just about every hat when it comes, you just don't run sound. <laughs> but, oh, <laughs> is there any part that you prefer more than others? Whether it be writing, engineering, recording, I, producing, I think, I think you have performing. To do, yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I think well. I love a performance less. Mm. Than I used to, mm-hmm. um, but look, I mean, I was out there for, for like fifteen years, yeah. You know, so it and like, it was superior at one point. Yeah, it was it was killer, um, <laughs> great levels, and we opened up for all kinds of national acts and all kinds of great gigs. But mm-hmm. um, I guess it, that was okay because it's kind of a hassle too, and, and as much as it's exciting and terrific and important, um, it, it kind of like you know oh, takes a lot out of you. Um, becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. So I I, I don't know. I, Performance, not as much as other things. Writing is still important because I think, um, since I'm not, a, I don't come at it from a technical aspect. I come at mm-hmm. it from, from a, a artist standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want is um, not to impose myself artistically on the artists I'm working with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to be in their court, not in my court. Right. Um, so I think it's important that I'm always writing. Good. Because Good. if I'm not writing. I'm working out ideas on the artists I'm working with, and that's not exactly cool, right? Yeah, that breaks so, it up for you. That makes sense. That I want to I want to deliver what they need me to deliver, and I can keep you know my kind of adventures off to the side. And, <laughs> my adventures. And when I write now, it's more about that. It's more um, you know the kind of the cuffs are off, and, and I, I feel like I have to be more kind of exploratory mm-hmm. uh, in my writing than I, than I was before. You know, you were always kind of like hit the back of the stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, always make that the big hook right? mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have to now and it can be more interesting right um, I, I, it's not the goal it's just just to be interesting is really the only point of it and I can bring that experience back to the artists I work with mm-hmm. like uh, they need a strange effect okay well I know how to do that I've done it kind of off to the side on my stuff <laughs> right right right, um, right. so it, it kind of works together and mm-hmm. I, I don't impose myself as the more important thing I don't <laughs> <laughs> make my record on them you know what I mean I mean uh, it might be it seems like it could be refreshing sometimes not to have to not yeah. to have to be the focal point all the time and, uh, oh yeah it's it's, it's great uh, I mean I, I I was a front guy so there's mm-hmm. always that kind of thing of like ego um, mm-hmm. but I never I found it really I love being in the service of an artist I, I, I it was very easy for me mm. um and sometimes you you know like a front guy has to has to have that killer instinct. You have to be about yourself in some ways. Um, so I was worried for a while. Like, can I do that? Can, mm-hmm. you, can you be selfless? But man, it was really easy. And and uh, the artists light you up and they 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 um, make you feel what you're doing is important and mm-hmm. um, and you've got something to contribute and they make you feel really good about that. Um, and you hear it coming back to the speakers. Right. It's it's working. You right, know? right. 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 Uh, that's a sensational feeling. Um, it's a different high. Yeah, totally, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and so so great, so rewarding. You know, I, I get all I need out of that. You That's know? dope. That's dope. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Now we're in Barnhouse Studios, correct? Yeah, Barn Barn Sound. Barn Sound Studios. Yeah. 
What was the what was your your thought process when you said I'm gonna take this barn? Because <laughs> yeah. clearly you started in a barn, what so the, the barn is the theme. But yeah. like to do it all over again, yeah. What was what was your thought process? What what did you think the benefits of having a studio in a barn since you've done it before? Like yeah. what are, what are those kind of things that make you do this? Because this is awesome. Right. This is awesome. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it, it, I, I learned a lot from the first studio, mm -hmm. and uh, I was there for a lot of years. Uh, but again, it, it started as a rehearsal room and mm -hmm. then kind of slowly built up as a studio. So this was an opportunity to build a studio from ground up. And be intentional. And what would I do? Mm -hmm. um, so I learned a lot from that first studio that I wanted it to be uh, an artist's place, more important, the most important thing. Mm -hmm. it, was, it, it should feel comfortable. Um, and then it should have technical prowess like no excuses like you're, you're making grade A records like and from that, start that to finish we don't to have happen. to send anything off or anything Mike Pries Mike Selection you know the mm -hmm. only difference between me and a, a, a world class studio was like they would have 10 you know U47s I have one <laughs> you know <laughs> right but I have one right that's important mm -hmm. right so uh, I don't need 10 I'm not doing you know large orchestras here so exactly um, but it had to have technical prowess mm -hmm. you had to get a, a record that could match, you know, uh, any other record out there. Absolutely. But you had to be comfortable making that record and mm -hmm. feel like a creative environment, and mm -hmm. and not like you, had, you know, there were lab coats around you, or that you were, you, were, you know, always watching the clock, or right. all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And to feel artist friendly. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a work in progress, but that's the idea, and particularly why I like barns because there's a kind of built-in aspect of it. Mm -hmm. You're just kind of in a barn. Yeah. And, uh, it's. Like, wow, okay, it feels, you know, comfortable. Yeah. It's already kind of taken out, you know, part of that equation and, and you know, made it And what do people do in barns? They get loud, they might smoke, they might drink, they yeah. might dance. They do all of these things in barns. It's, it's actually always been an event space. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. we, we were talking earlier and we are saying, like, you know, the, the one thing that's kind of unique is I... I didn't want any sight line between uh, the the control room and the mm -hmm. cutting room. Mm -hmm. We're up in the cutting room right now. We're filming in the cutting room. Mm -hmm. um, and I, that was because I wanted the artists to get in their own environment and not see me and not be colored by my reaction mm -hmm. to them or anybody's reaction to them. I want them to be in their own world. Uh, if it's one a single artist or a band, they're together in that environment. Um, I'm not. I'm out of the equation only through their headphones do they kind of hear me and mm -hmm. whatever. There's another room downstairs I have that you know that has glass and we can talk back and forth if I, I need that kind of thing. But I love the idea of being in your own environment. Absolutely. And it was super critical, you mm -hmm. know, that, that it was designed that way. A lot of people were like, why are you doing that? Like, you know, where's the glass, man? It's like, uh, because I get better performances this it, way. People get used to what they're used to. And if, if it's about results, then, and like you said, you could be intentional about this space, then we might as well do what makes the most. I've never had, tr I never had trouble. Like, people are like, how do you count in? Well, I just, I, I have a click. Or, like, <laughs> there's lots of ways around it. It's not, right. it's not like a thing. I've never been encumbered by, by uh, not having that, you know, a glass between us. Um, so, you know, like I found, it started as an artist. Like I, I would look through the glass when I do a, a take and, and the engineer would be like, oh, that's awesome. And I'd be like, it was terrible. What do you mean? And so I, I'm like, ah, I didn't want that stuff mm -hmm. for them. I wanted them just to focus on them. We talk over the headset. It has a gentle approach when you're talking uh, through the headset too. Mm -hmm. um, it feels like uh, you're, you're, you're together. You're working on something together. It's not confrontational. Right. Um, so 
I, I, I get I get more this way than I would another way. That's why I did it. Yeah, I like it. I like the concept of it, and I understand the reasoning behind it completely. Um, and I just I don't know as far as studios go, I don't have any expectations. I want it to be whatever the person that has to manipulate it <laughs> on that other side needs it to be. Right. Because we need results. And and um, I come from hip hop, so we've been in bathrooms, closets, and all type of stuff. Yeah. And sometimes gotten great sound out of these places. That's the thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm always open to like you know uh, the way you're doing it doesn't mean the way you have to do it. Absolutely, you could change it up and try to change it up. Particularly, you know, be open all the time. Um, a lot of times, I think in the early days I was producing, I had a. Had, I was very regimented about what I wanted to deliver. Like, I talked to the artist about what your focus is and what you wanted to accomplish and all that kind of stuff. And so I'd stay very much, you know, inside the rails. Um, the more I've done it now, I've, I've been producing for almost thirty years now. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's really to be open mm -hmm. and and to let the song speak to you. Um, I think the artists I work with will tell you that there's there's a point of which I'm I'm more the song's advocate than their advocate. <laughs> You, know, you are fighting the song. Stop yeah. fighting against the Go with the song. Right. There's a point at when it breaks off. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm the song's advocate, mm -hmm. and um, I want to get it to where it needs to be. And whatever method I need to do that, fine. And also listen, because whatever I thought it was going going to be going in, mm -hmm. maybe that's not what it wants to be. And, True. And don't force it if it's not. Um, knowing when that's when to put when to lean in on a song mm -hmm. and really go for what you want and to sit back and listen that's that's a moment mm. right mm -hmm. you've got to change your attitude you've got to say you know what whatever I thought that's not the way to go it's 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 this the song is, is speaking this you know I got a question I have this thing I love to be in other people's studio sessions I like recording um, yeah. but I like learning I like seeing other people's techniques and things like that sure. um, processes so forth but I have this thing that I'll talk while we're recording or everything's going on, but I'm listening. And if something breaks my concentration, if I if I go, oh, what was that? Then something's wrong. Yeah. And I can remember exactly where that was and what, what it was. We can yeah. go right back to it and I can tell you what it was and we can fix it. Yeah. But if I'm sitting there staring at the computer listening, I don't get that moment of that was off as quickly. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's like yeah. more of a feeling for me. Do you understand that? I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, for me, it's boredom. <laughs> but it's like it's when do I feel bored yeah uh, like it, so when do I need to like a song is a journey mm -hmm. it's a story um, it doesn't matter what genre you're in mm -hmm. they're all it's all the same you're trying to express something it's generally a feeling but you travel through that experience it's not you, you, you're in the first verse you're talking about this side of, the, of that feeling in the third verse you're talking about this side of that feeling you're, you're traveling arc. around it even if you're talking about a specific thing Not I'm not talking like you know, we went from here to there, like a story story. But it's still an introduction of art. It's a journey. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> so I, I want to make sure that the audience can follow that journey. And what mm -hmm. do I need to do to help them mm -hmm. stay interested in the story? Mm -hmm. um, so if I feel like, because I'm always listening, like the artist will go away and then I'm, I massage the track. I, I explore it. Like, what if I drop this out? Or what if I do this? And, and so there's a lot of playing with the track. Mm -hmm. um, if I feel like, I, you know that that by the th by the third course I'm kind of I kind of get it. Mm -hmm. Then I know I need to do something differently. Exactly. And so I'm always listening. When 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 am I bored? When are you bored? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And like, uh, my I'm distracted. 
Yeah, yeah. I think um for me, for most kinds of music, a sign of a good song is when you can talk over it. When it's playing in the background yeah. and it doesn't bother anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have some things that you want, some types of music that's supposed to shake up the room. But then right. a, a lot, a majority of genres and, and types of songs, it just, can I, can I have it playing and it doesn't mess up the conversation? That's a really interesting thing you said because, I, you know, I, I, in the early days of producing, I, I kind of would sneak in these songs I'm working on, on like, you know, when I had friends over and stuff. And if it didn't stop the room, I was kind of disappointed. Mm. You know, I was kind of like, oh. Mm, don't mean I didn't it. do my job right. You know? Yeah, that's not absolute. But it's not. It's, it's, it's more subtle than that, right? Yeah. It's more like, did you feel the energy of the room change? Did the conversation change? It isn't that they, they stopped and said, yo, what's that? You mm-hmm. know? It's more like... They vibed with it. Yeah, something happened in their conversation. Mm-hmm. It was more subtle than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's still important to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 I still like to kind of sneak it, a song in or a record in that I've just done on friends that are over just to kind of hang out and mm-hmm. see what happens. Like, how, do, how does the conversation change or how do they feel, you know? I used to do that on my radio shows. I would, um, I had a couple. I was on FM radio and I was on internet radio, but more so on an internet radio station. I was on every Friday at four. I used to have studio sessions on Thursdays and I used to take the rough copy on Friday and play it on the show, like for tell DJ put it in the mix or whatever. Right. And I would just read the room. Yeah. And it wouldn't be, yo, this is my new, you know what I mean? Right. I wouldn't do that. Somebody might ask, this you? Yeah. Then, yeah, but like, I would read the room. Yeah. I, I, I there, there's a. And I got to hear it over their speakers so I could tell my engineer where we got to tweak it. <laughs> so, you know, like, the, the danger is you can, as a producer, you can get so immersed in, in, in any one record that you kind of start losing your place. Mm. So, there's a couple people I count on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one's just come, coming up the stairs right now. <laughs> it sounds like um, it. Uh, Joanna Justice and, and I, we, we've, we've done a lot of my kind of my writing and, and music. Together. You can come in. You got justice. How you doing? <laughs> right, <down here>. right <laughs> so, he was just saying your name. So it's funny, right on time. Um, so I, I, a couple people I trust their 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 opinion, right? So mm-hmm. if I feel like I'm getting too far into a record, I'll, there's people I'll say, "How does this affect you?" Mm. Um, Joanna is is one of those people, and and sh- and she'll say, "Like I get it, I don't get it," mm. and that's imperative. That's the range. Get it? Don't get it? I, I don't need any more than that. Mm. Like uh, it, it's like, yeah. Uh, no, no, Joanna can go more specifically about stuff, but I I don't like to make music in a kind of in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't also don't want to open myself up to the public opinion about it. It's important that I I've chosen people for reasons, right? Uh, what they've got, to, what they can give me too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't pretend that I'm some emperor that I've got all the answers. I don't. No. Uh, I I, th- I, I want to double check. Are we are we cool? Is this playing outside of me? I'm emotionally involved in the record. Am I too emotionally involved? Um, I'm not not hearing it right. How the public's going to hear it? Um, so what about if you do a record? I, I choose to tell me that information. What about if you do a record and you? Um, is it ever a time where it's like maybe this should be in a different genre? Yeah, sure. I mean that, but again, that's generally done in the very beginning. Like when you're working on the song, mm-hmm. you can say, you know, I hear this is almost like a gospel song. Like, mm-hmm. why don't we think about it like that? Mm-hmm. Um, then you can get the band kind of going and, and saying, oh, okay, let me try it like this. And it either works in the room or doesn't. 
And uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always trying to tell business. the band, like, look, we're going on an exploration here. Like, you're making something out of nothing. We don't know. I, I, you know you're looking at me like I've got the answers. <laughs> I, I, I know where we have to be at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure how, how we're going to get, get there. there. But we got to get right? there together. That's it. And we're going to find out something. I'm going to find out something. Uh, you know, it's a journey. That's what's all, that's. Look, the end of the day, not to be too twee about it, we're, we are, this is kind of magical. Mm-hmm. Music is, is kind of esoteric. It's why it's so interesting. It's why it's so fundamental. It's why it's so emotional. Um, you can't really put your finger exactly on it. it you're, you're, you're traveling in, in something that's a little bit beyond you. Mm-hmm. Um, I never want to lose sight of that. I, I love that idea. So let's not try to say by the numbers because there's no such thing. Especially know? not in a group. If it's more than one of us, yeah. because like I always quote the um, get get a group of creatives in a room, crack the door, and let God in. Yeah, and it's just like if you've ever been in that's the, a great way. That's a great way of saying it. a decent yeah. session where everybody has input and everybody has value to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. No matter what percentage they put in, what you come out with is way beyond what you went in within your head. Yeah, I mean, I I, I tell you, I don't feel really good about um, <clears throat> when I'm w- working with a band. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good about it unless the band walks away from the product, the pre-pro that we mm-hmm. do, feeling like they're in a different place mm. as players individually, mm-hmm. uh, as a band. Mm. Uh, if we're not excited close. by the end, mm-hmm. I haven't done it right. Mm. Like they should see their potential. Uh, they should be in a new place mm. by the end of a, a pre-production. That's powerful. That's, that's powerful. amazing. But that's a huge responsibility on you. That shows how awesome you are. Well, I, I because think, you I, put that on yourself all the time, that means that yeah. you're accomplishing this. I, 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 <laughs> right, so I walk, yeah, I, I walk, you know, the whole thing is because it's a kind of spiel you have to kind of say, like, um, I'm not your dictator, I'm your Sherpa. <laughs> I'm your Sherpa, you know what I mean? Uh huh. Like, I'm, I, I, I think, exactly I think you. if you want to go there, I can show you the best route there. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be interesting, it's gonna be challenging, but let's not do this thing, let's go here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm carrying. Your 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 weight up the mountain. I, I I'm I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not imposing my will on you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do the best I can for you. Uh, what what I think this music can be, or what you can be as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I, almost everybody I've ever worked with. It, that that's that comes through. Um, I, I hope I would hope the people I work with would say that about me. Like they feel better <laughs> about them. Well, I the tell players. you, Gretchen speaks. <laughs> up the mountain about you but um <laughs> I like doing that it's rewarding like I, I feel like if, if we've really gone through a journey together you're in a different place by the end of it mm-hmm. I, I certainly am too, you know I hope they are too uh, I always learn on every record I do um, and, and hopefully you know be, do better on every record I do but I feel like that approach or that um, mindset is usually attached to a project not a record mm-hmm you see what I'm saying? So yeah. to 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 be that specific and and then I can only imagine the project if that's where we're going every time we do a record, because yeah. a lot of the times projects are are really made by default. There might be some intention, some direction, but you toil around, you get a few things you yeah. like, and then you build from there. Right. But if we go from day one, like you said, with all the steps that it takes to even get the first song done. Then by the end of it, nobody should walk out of this thing feeling like they wasted a minute of their time. No, it should be you should be in a different place. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't done my job right if you're not. That's great. Um, I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm here to help you, and mm-hmm. I'm here to make you a better player. Uh, that's my my 
reason to be. When was the um, point when you my said... My detra is to make you better. <laughs> when was the point where you said, um, I, I got this, as far as being on this side of the music? Where, like, what was that session or what was that time when you... Because you said initially you knew what you were looking for and what you were trying to get to and you were learning. When was the time when you were like, you know what? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a factor. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, I, there definitely was one, uh, but I'm not really sure when it was. Um, I, there, if you're an artist, you're 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 consumed with self doubt. If you're any damn good, mm-hmm. uh, the people that aren't don't have self doubt. I don't I don't trust. Yeah, your own biggest I, critic. Because you ha- that's what moves you forward. Mm-hmm. It's it's your own quest to be better mm-hmm. that makes you better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I so you don't want to own up to it, but you know it happened somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, I'm not going. I'm not going to own it. But of course, there was the time. Yeah. But based on more than likely knowledge of the tool, right? More so than I think. There's a kind of different categories. I I, I think uh, as a producer, <clears throat> we were talking earlier about there was a time when there was engineers, mm-hmm. um, mix engineer, tracking engineer, producer. Um, now it's. You know, you're everything. Mm-hmm. You're a producer, and you—that goes without saying. You're an engineer. Yep. Um, I don't know. I those are really different skill sets, mm-hmm. and uh, I think my technical prowess was less than my artistic prowess in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think I struggled to to kind of get up to speed mm-hmm. um, to where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could hear it in my head. I didn't know how to deliver it technically, uh, so it took a long time to get there. Um, that's a problem in song making too though a lot of the times when we write the record and when we we're going over it before we get to the studio it sounds different in my head yeah right it sounds different but I know what I'm looking for but when I get there it might sound like you said be that bigger thing yeah that's that's it you gotta stay open to that idea but you're but you but you kind of at least it's still in that same general area mm-hmm. like what you set up earlier was kind of like we're gonna be here Mm-hmm. Now I might have thought we were going to go this way to get there, but we actually kind of went that way to get there. Landmines uh, on a mountain. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we, <laughs> I don't think I've shifted the the, the end goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just the way we got there shifted, and I stayed open to that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I feel like everything record I do I learn, and um, the, it's a constant thing. That's why it's so interesting. Um, if if I felt like I knew it all. Um, then I, I don't think I'd be of any damn good to anybody. You know what I mean? But things evolve constantly as far as, shoot, the, the tools that we use to even make the music, the technology, the um, mm-hmm. the, the, the keyboards yeah, and yeah. things like that. Um, or even the point The sounds. Music. Yes. Um, the things that are, are dominating the, um, that, that bleed into other, other forms. And you said that even as a performer, you did a lot of genres. Yeah. So it's like when this this many moving parts... There is a way to stay interested as long as you don't burn yourself out and get frustrated. And clearly, you're nowhere near this because this is a brand new studio. Yeah, it's brand new studio. <laughs> I, I love the artists I'm working with. It stays exciting. I, I, I mean, I, I have a I have a lot of different genres, which is nice. Can you um, name some of them? I, do, I just did a, a jazz record. Um, mm-hmm. I did a, a um, kind of almost a bossa R and B record. Mm, I did a uh, country record. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple roots records, but. Different categories of uh, of roots, more one more country, one more kind of uh, Tom Petty ish. Mm-hmm. Um, 
straight up rock, I did a metal record. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always working in, in multiple genres, and, and luckily I'm never working uh, at the same time with the same genre. Mm. I've just been, it's just, I've been lucky. Um, I get to kind of, you know, n- devote my Americana to one band at a time, you know? Yeah, and then you get to work different parts of your brain. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I know, it keeps me interested, and it keeps me in, interested in music because it's the way I listen to music. I'm interested in all kinds of music. Um, I, I just listened to, this, I went to and saw a jazz show the other day, which is not really my f- forte. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Bros, I forget his, his last name. Um, and it was amazing and emotional and kind of fusion y. Mm-hmm. Um, um, not typically the thing I'm interested in, mm-hmm. but it was, <laughs> it was an eye opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to stay interested in music. Right. Uh, I don't try to, to say, oh, I, I got this. I know this. We do, you know, two plus two equals this. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, when you do that, man, you're, 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 you're no longer really doing the artist thing. Yeah, you're cheating. It's a job. Right? And it, it's like, it can't be that. It, uh, music demands more than that. It, you, it requires the emotional content. Mm-hmm. You have to be with it, you know? So I never want to be like, ah, you know, we, here's what we do. You know, I, I don't know. Who is your favorite live performer that you've seen live? Uh, Prince. Where'd you see Prince at? Uh, so I, I, one of my bands, we had a sound guy. And, That's like cheating. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the, our sound guy was from Minnesota and mm. he was awesome. Just terrific guy. Tim Penn is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so Tim went home and, and uh, eventually he graduated college and he said, I have to, I have to get off the road with you guys. Um, and then he called me and said, I'm working at Paisley Park. Would you, would you like oh, to come, you see him at Paisley? come record a record? And I'm like, yeah. Uh, so uh, we went out and recorded, uh, it was my second band, um, recorded a record at Paisley Park. And so we were on, we were on a break and... Uh, I'd seen Prince a lot in the studio. Like, you know, he was in A, we were in C. And C room in Paisley is the in the, in the middle of the building. Mm-hmm. So there's like B, C, and A. Mm-hmm. So Prince is always in A. We share a hallway. Right. So I'd run into him in the hallway. And um, Did he float? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. He didn't just walk. He, he didn't just go around a corner. He spun the corner. Yeah, I heard. I've, I've heard something. nobody was looking. Like, <laughs> no, I was looking. Um... And, you know, so he had, he had like a party that I went to and it was, it was fabulous. But um, it, it, was, it, it was amazing. So Tim said, hey, look, Prince is rehearsing for a show. Mm. Do you want to go see it? I'm like, hell yeah. So we go to D room. D's like this huge, it's like, it's, it's like uh, you know, a full on stage. Like, a, 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 you know, a, a, a Wells Fargo kind of fucking stage. Mm. Right? So I, we walk in and he's playing Purple Rain. And it's just like... The band and Prince were the only people in the room other than the sound guy. Yo. And he played it like every note was his life. It, it, there was no kind of phoning it in. And it, I, I was like, I couldn't believe that. It was just Tim Penn and I looking at this thing happening. And like, wow. I mean, not only is he just a monster, you know, kind of Miles Davis level musician, but also a consummate performer. And you're like, man, that is some magic. Like, Talk wow. about creatives in a room and let God in yeah yeah I mean it was, it was something to see it, it was it was hard to go back and record <laughs> what are we doing yeah like man I'm, I'm giving up what's the point 
What is the point? Yeah, no, I, that's, I, you know, I've seen some. I've seen some amazing. inspiring shows in a, in a basement too. Like mm-hmm. you know, there's been I understand things of monumental stuff. It, it they all feed what you need. You know, in, in certain aspects, there's not one that you need. There's multiple things you need to really make it round. You know, absolutely, absolutely. What was your preference? Um, so you, you you didn't have a preference when you were performing as far as what type of venue you were in. Um, they were different animals. Like, you strike me as being a ham in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. All right. I was I was born for it. Like you know, I, I liked being on stage. Uh, it was, as a matter of fact, it was a great time to be a frontman. Oh, it was awesome! <laughs> great time to be a awesome. frontman. <laughs> in, in many many different ways, like uh, uh, like in the in the eighties, late late eighties, early nineties, um, you could uh, open up for a lot of nationals. Mm. Now that isn't really an option for a lot of kind of bands that are you know touring around. They're doing their own thing or they're working with le- bands on the same level as them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to kind of like open for Living Color. Tw- twice mm. um it was uh, it was great you know? <laughs> and so, so when you played you played any room that was like 800 seats mm-hmm. there the audience was like a an entity right and uh it, it was so cool because it, it reached critical mass and you could feel the feeling in the room mm-hmm. as a performer you had to ride that wave Mm. Right, you kind of had to work the room like this thing is a single entity. Mm. It's not mm-hmm. eight hundred people. It's one person. It's one thing. Mm-hmm. Then that's a certain energy. That's really kind of awesome. But I've had a I played in rooms when there were like twenty five people there, and I felt like something important happened. The intimacy of it. Yeah, like I, I like you, you communicated something on an intimate level that really reached inside this person. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the audience that was there was you and it were together in a way that you couldn't get with a bigger crowd. Like what so, I was saying earlier about being able to make eye contact with everybody, and like you could really do that in the small room. You, you could, right? Mm-hmm. And in the bigger rooms, everybody's like, "Oh, I, I you sang that song to me." I'm like, "No, I, you know, you can't see shit." <laughs> I can't see nothing over these lights. Lights, right? So you're staring at the top. <laughs> of the heads and so everybody's like you sang that song to me I'm like I'm just no, intentional about what direction I'm looking oh, at yes, but I did, honey. I really I did sing that song to you yes, yeah, I, absolutely. I absolutely did it absolutely <laughs> it depends it depends right. it depends. depends you get different things from it and so it's not like do I prefer one or the other I, I like them both mm-hmm. uh, and I think they gave us you know different feelings um, that were really critical you know mm-hmm. um it's like doing different different genres of music. I, I I need I need all of them. I wanna I, I wanna travel in all of them. So you don't have a favorite to N- perform? No, no. I, I you know I I think I I think I like to challenge an audience now, and mm. that, that was not my maybe my intent. My intent <laughs> was to please an audience. Uh-huh. My, you know when I was doing it, um, I wanted to make sure they liked us, mm-hmm. um, that they got a feeling, or they. Um, they were going to remember the show, right? Now I, I, I think I now you just try to see show, what you can get away with. Pardon? Now you try to see what you can get away with. Yeah. <laughs> my my job now is to confront. I, I don't. To, I'm not worried about you know. Am I hitting the back of this of the theater? I'm mm-hmm. not worrying. Am I am I going to sell a gazillion records? I do not care. Mm-hmm. Um, what I care about is that that we're forcing something musically that maybe people need to be challenged by. If I'm doing my job right. I'm confronting you a little bit, and that's you know, as an artist, mm-hmm. when I'm doing my my thing, 
I, I think similarly when I'm a producer, I also want that for the artists I'm, I'm doing. I want them to challenge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there's a bit of that that's super important. Like, I don't want artists in my personal collection. I'm not going to listen to them if they're not challenging me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, what's the point of that? It, so it, why would you create that way? Right. Right. You got to challenge it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, funny enough, you have to take artists that are very comfortable with their demographic and you have to say, you know what? We're losing all those guys. Mm. Man, that is scary stuff. Mm. Yeah, like... When you, when you tell Say artist, what? Like, the who? When you lose <laughs> your fan base? Whoa. Like, but, you can just see the... Like, what are you talking about? Well, you kind of... In order to go bigger... Do you mean you losing or replacing? That's replacing. what I was about to ask. Okay, because... Whew. Yeah. You just but, said too. <laughs> that sounded so but scary. It, but it's limiting, right? Your fan base can lull you into a false sense of security. Absolutely, that keeps you from going to a bigger place. Absolutely. Um, and they'll they'll kind of say, "Oh, why you? You know, we don't want to be challenged that way. We want that." that One of the biggest problems in hip hop. record we heard before. We want that again. One of the biggest problems in rap music is trying to stay true to a certain demographic when you have the option to go so much further so much bigger and still be able to do the same thing that you've always been able to do forward 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 if you don't go forward you're not doing it right Bowie was like you know if, I, if I'm uncom-, he said if if I'm not uncomfortable I'm not doing it right mm-hmm. uh, I think that's that's super important to keep in mind uh, if you're making ch- important music uh, or music that's going to be around or really kind of make a dent um you kind of have to be confrontational in some ways about it. And your your fan base uh, that you kind of currently have is generally like, ooh, that's exactly what I don't want. I want the familiar, right? Mm-hmm. So they're singing you that lullaby. and But it's not good for you. The you, more I'm thinking about it, it, I think I'm challenging my crowd too. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't think that I've looked at it the way that you said it. But now that you mention it, I come out one way with something that's Super calm and relaxing, and everybody do your two step or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I go up, and I watch their reaction. Right. And then I go somewhere else, and I just want to see if they still with me. But I never looked at it like what you said. I guess it's kind of similar. You gotta challenge them, man. I mean, but I feel like it has to be an art. You have to go. You have to either go here, or you have to go here. Yeah. Right. When you on stage. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a journey. If that makes that yeah. right, I mean, look, I, I don't want I don't want them to lose fans. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not. It's not. It's like I don't take pleasure in people losing their audience. But I know that their audience has different. Uh, they have different priorities. And your audience doesn't only listen they to like what you your make. last record. They want that record again. Yeah. Right. Well, okay, but they don't know what a they want. Your audience is waiting for a bigger. Record. And the audience also doesn't know what they want if they don't know what you're capable of. Right. They know what they had. And yeah, that they like that. Right. You might love the next thing. In the eighties, there was a lot of bands, and and they their second record was exactly like their the first. The first record. Because the record company was just like, you know, we we you know we want that pretender sound. Like, don't don't make another different record than that first pretender's record. Jagged Edge. Whatever it is, right? You know. They made um, four wedding songs. But to go home. forward and to stay current and to stay kind of in the conversation, because at the end of the day, music is a conversation. That's all it is. It's just a conversation. You're in your culture. You're in your moment. What do you have to say about that? What are you reflecting about that moment? And Prince kept changing the damn conversation. <laughs> right. I'm still stuck on Prince. I'm sorry. <laughs> but when you really think about it, yeah. It's a conversation. It's a conversation of the moment. And some people get hung up uh, in like a certain genre. Uh, to me, that's like 
uh, it's like baseball stats. Like guys that really get into like the statistics. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's cool. Um, that's fine. But, but I there's a whole a lot that happens in real life that you're not accounting for. I want to go forward. I want to have the conversation that's, that's relevant. It's like, But are you a singer or a rocker or whatever have you, or are you an artist? Some people just don't need to be artists. No, I you know I think it's really cool. That people, <laughs> people know that difference too. You know, some singers are like like you don't write, right? You just sing, and that's great. And, like Sinatra never like and work up, on it, but don't force it. Yeah, Sinatra never said, you know, I really think I want to write. Never cared. He didn't care. He's a singer. He had the best life. Right. I, I mean, like today we we kind of say, well, unless you write, you're not. Well, I don't know about that. It's something that's strange. To, something that's to be strange. a singer. It's amazing. Um, you know, before the Beatles, writers have a lot of leverage, though. Nobody, if you can write, nobody and sang sing. their own material. It was like you know they were the first band to kind of do it, so uh, of any import. Um, that changed the whole thing. Like now, people are like you have to kind of be everything. I, I don't know. Uh, that sounds maybe, like it's across the board now. I, I work with a lot of artists that write their own material, so I, I, I deal mostly with that. Um, they're writing it, they're they're singing it, they're performing it. Uh, but I've never hold, held to the fact that you kind of have to do that in order to be an artist. Uh, you can be a singer, and that's I it. I think you have to embody the record. You have to make a great record. Yeah. The end of the day, is all about the record. It comes down to the record. And as long as everybody that was a part of the record gets the respect that they deserve from the record, let's make a record. Right. And does their, their role towards <clears throat> that end. Um, right. You know, we try to, at the beginning of a record, I'm always trying to make people... Um, like here's where we're going. We have to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And inside the a, a song, I'm always trying to, to say, where are are you emotionally? Like, do you understand where your dynamic is? Because that connects to how powerful you're playing. So I'm getting there. I want, your, I want my verses at seventy percent. I want my courses at like ninety five. The last course, I want it a hundred. Give it all on your last course. I do the number thing too. I'm big on the number thing. You had a seventy five. I need it. I need you at it. I do that. I yeah. do that, and I, I look back at, so we can, we really make this thing explode at the end. And I listen to songs based on numbers. Like I'll hear a song and be like, "That's damn near a perfect song." Not not somebody I know. I'm talking about like mainstream records. Like yeah, yeah. when you're trying to figure out why it works, it's like because everything about that makes sense. It's like a '97. Yeah. Like I, I think like that, but when I say like that song's a '97, people be looking at me like, "What do you mean?" And it's like, no, like for whatever that was, they. Put that whole thing yeah. all the way together, right? At a high level. Yeah, yeah. I I love it when that happens, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's even inside the song, there's moments like I'm always talked about a band about where is the moment. It, sometimes it's not the last chorus. Sometimes it's the bridge. Mm-hmm. Like if there is the moment, like what is maximum power? And sometimes where, where that moment belongs to the band. Sometimes that's the band's time. Yeah. The dun 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 dun. Right. <sighs> Where where are we mm-hmm. leading the audience to feel this kind of feeling, mm-hmm. and then how do we play out that energy? Like sometimes you lead to a moment to feel it a release, you know. So I want the band to be aware of where they are together emotionally during the song. Like mm-hmm. first verse we're here, second verse we're here, third verse we're here. Power wise, playing wise, you know, power wise seems to be more difficult with multiple vocalists though. Yeah, yeah. Because if somebody is here. Everybody wants to be here, and that's not balanced. No. And I'm somebody that I have a powerful voice. I'm loud. Yeah. So a lot of the times, if someone records before me and I go, they want to re-record theirs to match my energy, but that's not you, and I'm going after you, so we're building. 
It's also kind of a it's it's kind of a nuclear arms race when you do that, right? Because <laughs> if you do that, pretty you, soon you're just a hundred all the time, and it's like, well, how do you maintain? You can't do that. You got you got to show shades. Where do you go from there? Yeah, where do you go? Right. There's so if no you're a strong vocalist. It needs the not so strong approach to give it balance, because you got three minutes ahead of you, man. What are we doing? What are you doing? What do you do with it? Right. And I think, but when you talk about vocalists, everybody wants to be. For lack of a better term, Beyonce. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's yeah, like, right? It's like, no, trust me. Yeah, I mean, there was, uh, you know, it's, it's. Uh, I called it the Christina Aguilera school of singing because <laughs> it was like you trying to win. You, you barely lay down the the, the melody before you're riffing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, she's a hell of a singer. I'm not, I don't, I don't mean anything disparaging no, about her. Style I'm just saying, is her style. The, I think it's, it's I think. just yeah. like, look. Uh, Riffing is awesome, um, but you know who people still listen to? Billie Holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Billie Talk Holiday was it. not a riffer. It wasn't. It was like it was the emotional content mattered. Your 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 a- acrobatics mm. are nice, mm-hmm. but without a certain perspective, they they don't mean anything. They just they become like like a shotgun blast. You can't you can't really focus on anything except like wow. They can really do a lot singing wise, but that isn't the point. Even in acrobatics, it's about the song your, and how I feel about the song. Trick, right? Pardon? Even in acrobatics, they work their way up to the big trick. Yeah, you got to introduce you well, to the routine. Like I was saying earlier, you you don't know what hundred miles an hour looks like until you've gone five. Mm-hmm. Like if you just start at hundred miles an hour, then I mean, there's no perspective there. So you got to show shades of it so that when you really turn it on, it's powerful. Because at the end of the day, it's about feeling. It's how you feel about the material. It's how the, you're making an audience member feel about it, uh, a listener feel about that, that, that presentation of it. When I'm coaching a vocalist through uh, a session, I'm always saying, um, what's a way to really say this thing? Like, how would you say it to a friend? Mm-hmm. How would you deliver it? Like, is it kind of, or to a lover, is it pillow talk? Mm. Or is What's it? What's the energy of what we're getting across? And is that really the way you'd say it? Because sometimes Cause you complicate it. Yeah, because you you, you, you you you're looking you, for words that no one else used and, and angles no one else used. When yeah. sometimes it's simple. Keep it simple. Stupid. Keep it simple. Uh, but then again, like there's scenes and uh, I I I relate it a lot to acting. Okay. Because um, you know, method tries to 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 say I'm going to inhabit this so I can deliver this part mm-hmm. in a real way yep. um, and I'm like you know as a singer you're not far off from that that's what you're really trying to do I you, keep trying to explain you're making to people it, that you have inhabit to, it in music sometimes you act you play a role you have to think of oh this is that and I have to carry it this way you can't keep saying this is how I do it yeah I've said it this way that you are the conduit by which your audience can understand the song mm-hmm. it's not about you you're the conduit you are the emotional pipeline to that feeling. Help them get there. You know what I always think of while we're having this conversation as it as it pertains to vocalists. Ballads. A lot of people that had the greatest ballads was like, I don't want to do that slow, draggy, whatever. Right. But a ballad is so necessary. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm... so necessary for culture. Yeah. For people. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And 
maybe not to solidify you as an artist, because maybe you have other ways to do that. Oh man! But if, if you, you could pull off a really, great ballad, yeah. But what, what? You're not gonna listen to Whitney Houston do, uh, what? you know, fucking, um, you know, and, and I will always love you. Like, uh, come on. Are you serious? Come on, man. Like it always works. It works. You just gotta do it. She's there. She's present. She's singing the hell out of this thing. She's connecting absolutely to the music, right? Not to to, no, pick at us. I'm as excited about it as you, right? This is the thing that I think about. It's just like I think that we overlook the things that, like you say, resonate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like take the time to get with your folks. Right. (laughs) We're just trying to convey an emotion. We want to say something to the audience to feel. Um, that's what that's what our job is. That's what music is. I, I know there's a lot of questions about it now because music ch- has changed quite a bit. Um, you know, in the '80s and '90s, music wasn't quite as available. Uh, it, it wasn't everywhere. It was a uh, I remember Iggy Pop getting a ton of shit because he one of his songs got licensed, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, sell out." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, first of all, the, if Iggy Pop." who's lived in kind of relative obscurity until that moment, uh, can make a little dough, I'm for it. Random C was considered sellouts for the Adidas situation. But now... I like to say that now, because now now it's great business, but back then it looked like, oh, y'all mainstream. Y'all one of them. Right. There was always... Still from Hollis, Queens. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. And there was always kind of a, like, ooh, we don't want you to sell out like whatever that means um like okay um, you know i don't means. think he wrote, i don't think anybody wrote this material to sell adidas i think they wrote it because they wanted to express something adidas tapped into that okay um nowadays music is more available it's around you all the time it's readily available you don't have to wait for the record to come and out it's to go get it. it's advertising now the music is to get to a certain point not to get across a point yeah if you understand what i'm saying yeah you see what I'm saying? And I, not it, saying everybody records that way because we will never make anything in culture absolute. Right. That, that doesn't grow culture. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of influx because of the availability and the, the accessibility. It, 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 changes, it changes the dynamic of what music is and in, a, in a way that I think artists have to be aware of. Because um, that's how you cut through, realizing what's missing. Yeah, that's it. Uh, you, you also have to, I mean, look, it's like McDonald's food. It tastes good, and then it's over, right? It's not. It's not like when you listen to a record with headphones on and you immerse yourself in that music. That doesn't happen as much. But music has taken on a different meaning culturally, and you're playing inside this new culture. So, what is music's role? Uh, a lot of people lament it. I. I don't. I. I. I think. Well, that's the reality of it. Music is for the times it's in. So exactly, it's not maybe it's not supposed to be the kind of immersive experience like you know like Pink Floyd's you The don't Wall. Have to it's swear not like, by everything. It's not like that. You don't have to. You don't have to plant your flag in everything because, like I said, you have to be interesting. Jay Z, my favorite rapper in the world, for a majority <laughs> and of a my, very nice selection. Yeah, in a majority of my life. But if I had to be honest with myself about what I listen to the most in the car. It's the opposite of Jay-Z. It's probably Young Jeezy or Jadakiss or somebody else that I don't rate as high. But when I'm driving, I need to hear a certain kind of thing. You know, that's really interesting. Because for me, me it's... it's, uh, There's one record. uh, It's Jeff Buckley's Grace. Mm. That record, I avoid it. Mm. Because it it just requires too much of me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's work. 
It's uh, it's so good. It's work, but it man, it takes me like I, I can't function. You have to think. The I've got to. I got to. I got to listen to the. It, it you got to think I the whole to it. song. So I, I'm like I, I I'd rather I'd rather just have it. That's <laughs> you know? very similar to what I'm saying. Right. Very similar. Absolutely. Yeah, because I mean you're you're into like the flow and mm-hmm. like how's that how was that made and how is that how do you do that? Mm-hmm. How, how did I feel? How do you make me feel that? What just happened? He just said what? That was I didn't even realize. Oh. That's my exit. That's it. That's, that's the thing that like, people want. It's like immersive experience, right? Yeah. And uh, that doesn't happen a ton. It still does. I'm not, I'm not discounting that people don't kind of immerse themselves in a, in a record. But it's not really about records anymore. It's about singles. Um, and, and it's harder to kind of immerse when you're just listening to one song. But my um, point, hold on real quick. I want to get to my point um, of why I said that. To be the ultimate artist or to try to... How about try to make something for every mood? Because we listen to different things in different moods. Yeah. If people want to plant their flag in something, why stick to one thing where they're not always going to feel like that? Yeah. I'm not always going to want to party or be sad or be in love or whatever. But if you right. have a record for all of those, yeah. then all my playlists got you on it. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I mean, it is what it is. Like if an artist is, in a, in a, is a kind of a down period. Then uh, they're going to express in a in a very down way, and I'm I'm, I'm okay with it being kind of semi monotone. But, but do you influence that? Like an artist calls you and says, "I'm not really up to it today. I don't feel." It. And you say, "No, this is when we need to record." Or when somebody says, "My voice isn't where it usually." Actually, we not got that tone yet. It's a really Let's good question. It's a really good question. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I've I have uh, <laughs> yeah. pulled people out of bed. <laughs> I, I've done that. Uh, I, I've I've waited for them to break a little <laughs> in, in order in order to sing the song right now. Yeah, uh, it, it, yeah, it's it, a different feeling. Yeah, I, I didn't I, I didn't feel texture. Yeah, I didn't feel bad about doing it because you, know? you knew your goal. <laughs> I, I but thought, I'm sure they thought, hated like, it until they got it back. Oh God, yeah, they hated me for it's doing it to them. Until and they, you yeah, it back. yeah. But no, it was it was the at the end of the day, it's something you have to travel through. And I knew that we. They were going to appreciate it on the backside. Like mm-hmm. they were, they were, they were going to get through it. And we're going to. But get the moment was then that it was. They were a little broken. The voice was a little hammered. But that's exactly what needed to happen to deliver that song. And so the moment was nigh. It was right now. So they came in. It worked just like that. It was, you know, you felt them being on emotional edge. Mm-hmm. You felt uh, uh, the the voice worn gave you more of the message of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it wasn't, you know, they were angry. You're like, oh, I want it to be beautiful. I'm like, no, but it doesn't this have it, it doesn't have the same feeling. Right. You could sing it perfect, and it would be kind of like, well, all right, like Walmart. <laughs> okay. You know, it'd be just like bland. Elevator music. Whatever. <laughs> like, oh, okay, but you sing it with. Uh, a little bit of edge and brokenness that's human and people relate to that and and you let your guard down you let them see you and this is a range you can't pay for real. you got it by accident yeah. bang it out yeah that's it that's it happened it, it, it's 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 upon you so what are you going to do with it mm-hmm. I, I i've i haven't done, i've done that rarely Right, but you, know, but you know those moments I'm talking about. I did. I, like I would, I would generally push into a song uh, after an artist has already kind of done their first. Uh, we've already gotten a couple songs or one song, mm-hmm. and I knew the voice was a little hammered, mm-hmm. uh, and I knew they'd just gone through an experience to deliver that song, so mm-hmm. they were a little kind of you know a little wobbly. Like uh, I was like, oh, now we need to sing this song. This one. Like I oh, know I wasn't prepared for that song. I don't want to sing. I'm like, we need to sing that song right now. 
And um, you have the patience to get through it. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, look, when if if you're doing it right, uh, when an artist is singing, you you, you are with them like one thousand percent. You're going through everything with them. So, I was worn out too mm. from doing that song. Like, woof, that was an experience. But as a producer, <laughs> you have to also know that you they need to do the song now. Right. Like, did I want to? Not necessarily. Right. Like, no, I feel like I've been through a tornado too. But so, means to an end. But we need to do this. Mm-hmm. I know where your voice is. I know what your emotion is. We need to go now. Um, you just try to try to stay just on top of the record. Mm. You're always forming on the song. Like, uh, yeah, I know I've, I've got obligations to you as an artist, um, but I know where we need to be on the record and where you need to be ultimately as an artist, mm. not just in the moment. I like that. Everything you say comes back to the same thing. You always full circle with just your mentality and your energy about why you do what you do, which is why you've been doing it at a high level for so long. And that's beautiful. Yeah. What is a mantra or a quote that's inspirational that you tap into? Huh. Hmm. <clears throat> or even a, a line, a lyric sometimes, but those are the same. Yeah. We use them the same way. We just don't give them the credit. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, 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 it's true. <laughs> you know, I, I love the, I love the, <laughs> it doesn't encompass all things, but I love that Bono said, you know, you kill your inspiration to sing about the grief. <laughs> I love that line. Um, That's wow. Yeah, you kill your inspiration to sing about the grief. Wow. Um, I, you know, I, I always point people to Leonard Cohen um, for uh, Hallelujah, for the lyrics for Hallelujah, for, for, for kind of, something to aspire to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and love is not a victory march. It's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah. Love is not a... Yeah. I, it's a cold, it's a, cold it's a broken, broken hallelujah. hallelujah. Then you understand it. love. I know that, yeah. Right? It, right, it, it, right it's right. like, okay, um, it's it's so much more and so much more complicated and uh, so deep and rewarding. Uh, it's only through complication do you... You know, rarely are the simple things the best. Mm. Um, that's nice. I appreciate mm-hmm. the simple, and uh, and when it's easy, that's awesome too. <laughs> uh, but but the stuff that sticks to your ribs are generally the stuff you fought through. Mm-hmm. Um, it it it, it's, it makes it, it, it was a journey up. you had to kind of mm-hmm. traverse. Absolutely. Um, I I've accepted that. So for me, I, I think it's um, it. Accepting uh, the ups and the downs mm-hmm. uh, has, has been a, a tremendous part of it. Like, at the end of the day, would you, if life is a seesaw, right? Absolutely. Would you rather sit towards the center where the ups are not so bad and the downs aren't so, so bad? Or would you like to sit at the end of the seesaw where the ups are really sit, fucking I, I awesome? I sit in the second, second Or the row really of- downs are really bad, but you get to see so much from up there. Like, I want to be on the edge. I sit at the second row of the roller coaster. <laughs> right. I'm in the second row. I'm not the one in the front. Right. But I not need there. to be up there because right. I don't feel like I'm doing nothing if I'm not right. up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I, I think, I you know, it. like... Look, you, 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 to, the lesson as an artist is you're going to pay for those views. You get to see heights that most people don't get to. Mm-hmm. You get to feel things because uh, you're generally predisposed to having to feeling more than the average bear. Absolutely. Right? Um, so, Which is why you have the gifts that you have to get across to people because if you said everything that er- the way everybody else said it, it wouldn't matter. Always remember it's a privilege. Absolutely. Right. At the end of the day, never lose sight that it's a privilege. And you could do it another way. But you wouldn't be as happy. Man. Right? 
What is a site that you haven't seen yet that is 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 within your your vision right now? Something that you haven't done because you've traveled endlessly. Is I, there a goal? Is there a record? Is there a destination? I more more push it more. Pour, bring it bring it uh, uh, power into it. I I want to be more visceral. I want to be like more uh, you know direct. I want to I, like I want to that kind of stuff. You know I want to push into that. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I might. Well, one one day soon, I'll have a situation where I'll have a panel, and because I'll have a few of them. But one day I might reach out to you, and I might want you to come speak to some people if you don't mind. I love it. I love it because um, you're very knowledgeable. You're very inspirational, and I think the question segment of your speech would be the best part. (laughs) 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 Because regardless of what you think. You know, from from your perspective, you have to offer. There's so much more in there. You see what I'm saying? And once people get a tap into, oh, he does this, this, this. the questions they'll ask you, you'll learn, and they'll right. learn so much. Right? Because it's a two way street. We're yeah. creatives. We go different ways. With That's that. the whole thing. I think a lot of a lot of things have been have been talked about that makes creatives feel a little like oh, I don't want to talk about that. Mm-mm. Right? And and I'm. Uh, like I don't want to be too esoteric, but I I don't deny the truth either. Mm-hmm. Which is this is this is emotional territory. Absolutely, that's what we do. So mm-hmm. let's not let's not kid ourselves. We don't. Um, let's not talk about it like it's like a job. It's mm-hmm. not. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a you. It's a universe. This is an art. We are artists. Is it a job? That's sure. why there's so many. But it's so much artists. more. And and it's it's it requires everything from you to do it. So, um, but like I, you said, it's a blessing. It is a blessing. It's a blessing. To be able to entertain is a blessing. Oh, man, to take I, people's mind off of anything for 15 minutes, to pe- have people's attention for 15 minutes is amazing. So and most a, people will never So as it. a producer, I get, to, <clears throat> I get the privilege of holding the, the thing that's most important to people in my hands. Yes, you do. Who can say that about their gig? No, you literally do. The thing that, that matters most, mm-hmm. they hand over to me like they're like a... Like a precious child, like this. The, please, you know, appreciate the beauty of this child. I do, and 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 that act of them giving it to me is is like, that's that's heavy responsibility. They give and, you the dinosaur a, egg, man. If beautiful. this thing don't hatch, <laughs> right? right. We'll I know. It's all me. We don't drag it, man. No, man. I'm I like it. I, I like the responsibility of it, and I appreciate. I, I never take for granted the the act of it. That that this is precious stuff that I get to uh, that I get to kind of hold in my hands. For what it's worth, I believe you. Know? you. Whether my opinion counts at all, <laughs> I believe that you are um, have been genuine about everything that you've said about why you do what you do, and I believe that that's the reason why you've been successful in what you do as long as you've done it. I think that um, you're an epitome of if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, and I'm sure you've right. worked, and I'm sure you've struggled. But you don't sure. sit here and feel like it when you build a studio a year ago with the intentions of... Who builds a studio? <laughs> I mean, you know? Like, no. Like, and nowadays, a whole... You could put all type of situations on these floors and get work done. Yeah. And it's not a super long, large space, but it's a big space. It is. I mean, a lot of people make music in the bedroom nowadays, right? Yeah. It's like it's all a laptop rooms. and stuff. So, I, and, and I, I get that, and I'm I'm totally down with that idea. Um, 
But that is, doesn't mean that, that a, a place of creativity, a, a recording studio, isn't still important. And um, and I'm a producer, so I, it, it, like most people here, I'm producing. Mm-hmm. So I, it's not like I have a kind of, uh, you know, get them in, get them out kind yeah. of thing. It's not what I do here. No, you hands on, you walk through it. But I actually dedicated a place that you come out of your bedroom and come to. Yes. You know? And I think, I think that's it's kind so of, important. Yeah, it's nice. It's, 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 it's nice. super important. Like I said, it's art. And you can't be in the same room that you just had the argument and trying to figure something out to be great for the world. Right. You could have figured out the content. Now go somewhere and get comfortable and get it done. I also think that really the great things happen when you collaborate. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I know that when I'm doing my own music, I, I want to you know, join in the room. Uh, and now I'm a producer, so it would be like, well, well, you know how to produce. Why would you do have other people in the room when you're doing your music? Well, because it's not, it's not as much fun. And it's not as good if, if it's just you. So when I get to work with an artist, I think we together, if I'm on the same page as they are, they are which I really try to be, mm-hmm. um, we make better music together Absolutely. than they could on their own. I believe that. You know, I'm into that. I'll book five hours, eight hours, and so 10 artists that I got five hours, eight hours, and I'll see who shows up. Yeah. And... If you got something, go in there and get it done. I don't care if it's a half a bar. Go get it done. Let's make something. Let's. Right. I don't have to do anything. I'll come back tomorrow and put my parts in. Let's get what we can do right, <laughs> right. now. Done. Like I, and yeah. it's not a rush thing. Right. It's paced. I'm relaxing. I want y'all to relax. Yes. But don't overthink it. No, I want to. Let's e- get it done. I want it easy let's, and let's flowing. Have or I want it beautiful. Like it yeah. doesn't have to be all about me. Right. I booked the time because it's time to make some music. Right. Well, you need to. You, you, you need to kind of. Sometimes you need to set up things that are like, they're like goals or deadlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, you're coming to the studio. Okay, you're bringing game. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you got to get ready for it. You got to you know come in. You got to get prepared. Uh, that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. You don't. You know, it's like you get to walk into your bedroom and say, "Oh, I feel like making music." Good stuff can come from that. But there's also really good when you set up a, a time to kind mm-hmm. of like. Uh, this is very specific. Mm-hmm. And there's um, no pressure. Literally, no, no, no. Come and hang out. If you don't do anything today, cool. If you, if your intention is to do something, make something worth. Oh something. man, I've had sessions where the vocals came in and it, and it, it wasn't happening. I'm like, we're not doing this today. That's fine. Like, I, that's you know, not a problem. Like, well, I booked this time. I'm like, <laughs> but you, you do think that you, you, you think that's that what this is, is, you don't have anybody over you that's waiting on you to clock in that time. No, I, because I mean, you're a boss. I, I'm lucky that I have. I generally have about five records in motion at any given time. So. Mm-hmm. Um, when so somebody comes in, comes in, and they're like, they can't perform that, or, or they thought they could, but it just didn't turn out that way. They, they weren't in the right place. Um, There's nothing to stress over. Like, okay, it's like, look, you, I know you booked the time, but it's it's not going to be like that. The movie has to be the movie. Yeah, I got other things I can do. It's not, it's not, it's no, cool, absolutely, right? absolutely. So that that's an advantage I, because I'm working on so many projects. I can I can allow the artist to say, you, you know. You don't have to limp through the session. We're not yeah. going to do that. That's 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 we're, not. We're just going to say because we're going to have to do it day. again anyway. I'm but a, since we're record. here, what do you want to talk about? Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And a lot of How's times, your wife. Yeah, like man, <laughs> those moments have really kind of been bonding. Yeah, because we're here. Yeah, and it's cool. You're right. That's it's very cool. perceptive. Uh, I mean, because sometimes you you use that that that. Um, Use that moment to get closer in a in a way that's not about the music. Better spent. But gets you back to the music. Accidentally better spent. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, man. I like it. Now I have a left field question for you. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play sports? 
Yeah, yeah, I love what sports. What sports did you play? Played football. Uh huh. Um, and I played tennis. Okay, because you're you're very team oriented. I I'm a bad and, guy, man. And and I'm I, a bad I guy. feel like you've done music since such a young age that it was possible that it came from that. But you are a hybrid of a lot of different. Yeah, it's funny experiences. I, yeah, and, I, I I think I look back on it, and it really comes down to like you're, you're right. It's perceptive. I, I I'm a I'm a I like a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, now. Now, my teammates might say that I like to be captain of the team. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> and they may be right about that. But... My teammates might say I never passed the ball. But right, there you go. <laughs> I didn't miss a lot either. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I have. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> my man. Um, once again, man, thanks for having us at Bar and Sound Studio. It's great. Man. It was a pleasure talking to you, having man. Having a great time with you on and off We camera. love what you guys are doing. This is Thank great. You I wish so you all much. the success, you know. Once again, shout out to Gretchen. Gretchen, oh, Kenny, man. everybody over there, we love y'all for um even making this happen because I'm inspired. I would love to at some point, if possible, because I know everybody's different. Let me know and maybe I'll slide through and sit in on a session. I know you have different variations that. of that, but I don't need the cameras. I don't need to get on a microphone. I'll just come and watch you no, do we're what gonna you hang. do yeah, and we vibe yeah, and, yeah. and I'll bring some, what are you drinking? I'm drinking rye. Rye? I could find some rye. Give me some that. <laughs> but I, I'll bring that and, and just, just watch you in your element because um, I love it. I'm very, 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 very appreciative of your time. And you excite me about longevity in this entertainment thing. Thanks, man. If Thanks. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, media is a recent thing for me, but I'm about six, seven years into media. As an artist, I've been rapping since I was 12, but there right. was a time when I ain't want nobody to know I rap. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I've I've managed, I've A and R, I've done a lot of different things yeah. and I've worked with a lot of different entities and I talk people through down moments that you can understand. I relate. To see somebody that's been in it the way that you've been in it from the variation of ways that you've been in it and your excitement yeah. is exciting to me. Good man. That's what I wanna So thank you. Pleasure. So glad. My guy. All right. Let anybody Cheers. know how they can contact you if they, you know, I know you're not open to the world, but if the situation is right, how do they find out how to get with there, you? There's a website, barnsound.com, mm-hmm. and uh, that has my you know email and stuff on it, and that's how you can you get in contact with me. Now, when you get with him, you're getting in the full experience, so this ain't play-play. <laughs> this ain't play-play. But, um, no. We're going to climb Everest, man, so you got to be right, right you know? Exactly. You need the right boots. You need That's it, the man. big book bag. <laughs> We're going on a journey. You might need a parachute, because who knows how we're getting Scap down. <laughs> no, nah, but man. you are appreciated, man. You are appreciated. It was, it was great talking to you. Thank you. Thank All you. success. This is Sippin' with Sammy. I am Sippin' with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't Sippin' with Sammy, you ain't Sippin' right. Please get your fucking life together. <laughs> and if you ain't got that bar sound, I don't know how you gonna get down, but don't come around. Please and thank you. Awesome. That was great, man. <laughs>